Welcome to Woman on the Rise, a podcast for women like you, who didn't come here to play small, follow the rules, or be limited by what's considered normal. Through conversations about style, mindset, spirituality, and business, my desire is to help you elevate your identity, dress for your dreams, and take action towards manifesting everything possible for you while becoming the best version of yourself in the process. I'm your host, Christy Russell, a mentor and image consultant who has styled and coached women globally and now helps other entrepreneurs, especially stylists, create a life and business of their design. Let's jump in. Hello, hello, gorgeous, gorgeous souls. It is so wonderful to be talking to you again. Today, I wanted to dive into the five pillars of style, five essential things that everyone should have when it comes to their style that, in my opinion, are non-negotiables if you want to feel good about what you're seeing when you look in the mirror, or if you're a stylist that needs to be there in order for your client to have a true transformation. And these are five pillars I actually share inside of Rise Through Style more in depth, and so if you're anyone that wants to deep dive on these five things in addition to four other programs that I have within Rise Through Style outside of over you know, the library of trainings that I've got, then I would of course love to have you. The link for Rise Through Style is down below. But today I wanted to touch on these five elements to help you really think about whether one of these pillars or all of them might need some tweaking or some TLC, or maybe you feel like, baby, I've nailed it. We, I got like, I, I got my own back. Like we, we got this, in which case I'm celebrating you. <laughs> so let's jump into what these five core things are and what, in my opinion, are the non-negotiables when it comes to creating a spectacular style for yourself. And so the very first thing, pillar number one, are the foundation pieces that's right, your basics, the things that help you build and create different outfits. The foundation in your style, for me, has to come from your workhorses, those things in your wardrobe that you're going to repurpose and reutilize again and again and again when it comes to the different outfits that you create. And I know some of you might be doing, you know, the old eye roll of, oh God, I've heard about the wardrobe basics thing quite a few times and I get it, but there is a reason that many stylists, myself included, shout it from the rooftops because there are simple, key, classic, timeless things in your wardrobe that will serve you in giving that versatility and allowing you to create other building blocks in your wardrobe that give you those effortless outfit combinations. And I'm going to have a little bit of a twist on it here and that I'm not someone that thinks that the wardrobe basics need to be like the basic black t-shirt. I don't agree with that. I think black looks not overly flattering on most people because I work with color analysis. And so I don't feel that blacks, uh, you know, needs to have a place in everyone's wardrobe unless you need something for, let's say a funeral, for example, not to have like a downturn on things. But even then, you know, nowadays you could wear a dark navy or a black brown almost to a funeral if if that, God forbid, that kind of occasion should, should arise. But I think that wardrobe basics for me are those elements that are clean lines. There's not a lot of stuff 
on one given garment that would make it seem overly trendy. And so the clean line of this wardrobe basic, this item, allows you to put other things with it, layer with it, whether that's on top of it, beneath it, pair other colors with it, etc., that give you the versatility that you're looking for. And you guys know I love color analysis. So of course, if you know your color palette, then of course, every palette has its given neutrals. And that is what I recommend that your wardrobe basics should be floating around. But if you're not sure what the wardrobe basics are, when you join my mailing list, you will get your own free wardrobe basics guide if any of you are interested but I actually dive into what all of these are in addition to the neutrals that I recommend you should all have in your closet inside of Rise Through Style. But again, I can't stress enough how many wardrobes I've gone into over the 16 years that I've been doing this. And, you know, women have these stunning pieces that have sparkle and glitter and they're, they've got cool prints and ruffled shoulders or fun details. And then they'll say to me, well, I, but I like, I don't have anything to pair it with, or I don't know what to pair it with. And very often this innocent problem that causes a lot of heartache is simply due to the fact that we need other clean, simple, classic pieces, even though I know sometimes they're not the exciting things to shop for, but these are the things that are going to become your workhorses and go with the sparkly, beautiful, fun things that make you want to just scream when you see it in the store. <laughs> scream with fun, I should say. And so again, can't stress enough pillar number one, which is those foundational elements, those core workhorses in your closet and how much they will transform your style as a result. Even if you go to any stylist Instagram myself, again, any other stylist, even an influencer, your, your best friends, your family, any photo you look at with people, I can guarantee you a basic will be found in every single outfit, always. And that's why they are the workhorses and that's why so many people talk about them, which is fabulous. Now, the second pillar to your style is fit. Now, I know we've talked about this at length before, but fit is really key when it comes to your style. In fact, it's king when it comes to your style, because when you have nailed a fit that works for your silhouette and the fabrics that work for your body, etc., it can make a $5 top look like it's worth $500 if you nail the fit for your shape alongside the fabric, as I mentioned. And so this is something where I, again, I feel like I've talked about this before and I apologize, but really like learning about your shape, the fabrics that work for you, how to dress your figure, whether you're, you're tall or petite or extra curvy, whatever it might look like, really educating yourself about you can really change the game when it comes to style. And these are things that you learn once. And then the more you work with the material, it just deepens for you and becomes more enriched the more you shop and put outfits together for yourself. And even for me, you know, I know I, I do this for a living, but when I very first learned the information that I know and that I teach in regards to style, it changed my life. And it's made shopping so much easier for me because rather than it being guesswork, I'm intentional, I'm strategic, I know exactly what I'm looking for. And clarity, equals power. Knowledge equals power. It's something that can never be taken away from you. And it makes the process of shopping such a breeze because it immediately sifts out things that you know don't work for you. And so again, in Pillar 2 and Rise Through Style, we talk about what proper fit looks like. And I also give all of my members my how to find and style your body type. 
And we go through different style dimensions for again, tall, petite, plus, etc., and fabric and, and whatnot, because I want it to be clear for you what it is that you're looking for. And so, you know, I know we've all had the instance where maybe, you know, you're putting on a blazer and, you know, it doesn't quite button up, but you reason with yourself, oh, it doesn't really matter. I don't need to wear clothes. No one wears their blazers closed anymore. But what does that mean for how the shoulders fit? Can you hug somebody or does it feel tight when you lift your arms? You know, those are things that matter in terms of fit. Or are you having to take in a deep breath before you buckle your jeans? Which like, hey, we've all been there maybe after a large Thanksgiving meal or something. <laughs> As Joey from Friends said, you got to bring out your stretchy pants sometimes. <laughs> but overall, your clothing should feel comfortable. It should fit well. You know, your pants should not be pulling across your hip. That's a sign that the cuts may be not right for you, for an example. And so again, this is the second pillar that's so crucial and so undervalued is just fit. It can make us feel like we're standing taller. We like how it fits on our body when the fit has been nailed. And when we like the fit and we like how it's making us look because the fit has been nailed, that's when I find a lot of women look in the mirror and they go, oh, I actually really love how I look today. And how powerful is that as for us as women when we like how we look because the clothing's sitting properly? How nice is it to have that positive mentality, that positive narrative for ourselves versus a narrative that, you know, shames us into thinking we need to lose more weight or, or, or whatever, right? Like we feel badly about we look like we get enough of that in media everywhere else. Let's not add to the, the drama by buying things that don't fit us the way that we would like them to, right? The, the way that we deserve because I believe all women get to feel beautiful. And so again, fit is one of those things that might take a little extra work initially when you're learning what fits well, but when you do, you will feel so, so good with the end result. Now, the next pillar of style is accessories or learning to accessorize. I'm sure you've probably seen on social media, even for me, like anyone that's been following me for any length of time, you know I'm a bit of an accessory whore. <laughs> I love my jewelry. I love necklaces and earrings and belts and scarves and sunglasses and weird shaped glasses. They're, they're so much fun right? There's so much fun. And whether you are someone that is more classic in how you like to accessorize or whether you are someone that is like a more is more kind of gal, there's room for all of us. But the truth within all of that is that accessorizing completely changes your outfit. It goes from something basic to something that's actually styled. You know, wearing jeans and a t-shirt is fine. Those are some outfit basics, let's say, for example. But if you wear them on your own, which I know some of you may, it falls a little flat. And this is where you might look in the mirror thinking, God, my outfit looks boring. Like, why can't I ever look stylish the way I see other people? And very often, this just comes from the act of accessorizing. And again, this is something we cover in Rise Through Style, showing you how to accessorize, how different accessories can bring different moods just through their textures through their colors you can change something that's basic like jeans and a t-shirt and depending on the accessories you put with it you can make it either look instantly more casual but again vibey like it still looks great or you could change the accessories and make that jeans and a t-shirt instantly look more glamorous and so again knowledge is power here but also allowing yourself to play taking those extra few minutes for yourself in the morning to choose with intention some accessories that you actually like versus just picking because you're in a rush or because it's what you've always done 
your, your daily necklace. And I know, you know what I'm talking about, you know, the simple chain with the little pendant on the end that you probably grab every morning, or maybe your daily wearers in terms of earrings, you know, it's fun to switch things up a little bit. What's the mood you're in that day? What's the vibe, you know, have some fun with your accessories, allow yourself to experiment because when you do this, just with accessories alone, I'm telling you, it's going to transform your style because you will see that just through accessories alone, you can wildly create different looks. And this is actually something I love taking my stylists through in their training. One of the exercises I give them is to take a very simple dress, like a clean, a clean little dress. And I tell them to make different outfits with it. You've got to create different moods to show themselves and the potential clients that they'll have in future, how they can switch up and create an entirely different look just from accessorizing alone. It's really powerful. And so I'm encouraging you to do the same thing too, because I I know even for me, well, I was going to say I don't have many clothes. That's a lie. <laughs> I'm definitely not a minimalist, but I am very intentional with what I purchase. But what I will say is that I tend to actually buy quite a lot of accessories. And the reason for that is because I find that they can completely transform my look at any given time which is so much fun. And I just, I love a good jewelry moment. It's probably my kryptonite. Blazers being my clothing item, but accessories, oh my God, I just, I love them. Any other accessory lovers out there? Cause same, 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 same. <laughs> but again, play with accessories if you haven't currently. And again, if you wanna learn how to do this, I show this inside of Rise. Now, the next one that I think many people know to do, but either forget or feel rushed or don't, or maybe over even think it, like they overthink it. And this fourth pillar is intentional twists. So things that make your outfit look a little different that you don't actually have to do, but you do it anyway, because it gives an added ramp up to your outfit, if you will. It gives an added cool. These are things that take seconds, but they can make your outfit look completely different or more polished. And so, you know, one of the things that you could do as an example, if you have a blazer, let's say, and it's got a fabulous, whether it's neutral or fabulous color, doesn't matter, but maybe the lining of the jacket is kind of cool. Maybe it's a wild color or it's got a cool print, you know, whatever it might be, you know, rather than just wearing your blazer as blazer in the traditional sense, could you roll the sleeves on it and showcase that beautiful lining? And if you're someone that's thinking, well, none of my blazers have a cool lining, okay, can you take it to a dressmaker or a seamstress and have them take out the existing lining and put something in that you think is just the best thing since sliced bread? I know I've certainly done that with many jackets of mine in past. One in particular, I mean, you'd have to go through the depths of my Instagram to see it, but there was a cream jacket I bought years and years and years ago from this boutique I love in Toronto. And it was absolutely stunning. But what sold me on this jacket that made it so special to me is that it had this stunning, vibrant robin's egg blue on the inside. And it was a jacket that was a lighter weight wool. I bought it in the early spring. And let me tell you, I felt so cool rolling the sleeves up on this blazer and exposing the, bl the bright blue lining. And I cannot tell you how many people would stop me on a regular basis going, oh my gosh, I gotta tell you, I love your blazer. Sleeves are so cool. They were always commenting on the lining. And the beautiful thing is that it is something that took seconds. 
It was not a stressful thing to add to my outfit, but it was always a wow factor. And so how are you adding a wow factor to your outfit? What are the small intentional twists that you're doing that can instantly ramp up your look? Maybe it's something like adding an accessory, which I know I just talked about, but maybe it's adding a brooch. Can you layer with extra sweaters? Can you tie a knot in your t-shirt? There's lots of examples I give inside of this, in this pillar, but these are just some to maybe get you started. But sometimes those intentional tweaks have such a huge impact. And like I said, the best part is it took no time. It took no time. And these are things I encourage, you know, my stay at home mamas or even my work from home entrepreneurs. These are wonderful things to integrate in your wardrobe. If you don't feel like you're the type of person that wants to get dressed to the nines to sit at your desk, which I get because I work from home most of the time nowadays. And there are some days where I do get dressed to the nines because it just makes me feel so good right down to the heels at my desk. Thank you very much. <laughs> but there's some days where I want to be more casual. And so this is where I rely on those intentional twists that make me feel elevated, but comfortable. Now, the next pillar of style, the last pillar of style is the vibe. Okay, the vibe. And what I mean by the vibe, or I should say maybe nailing the vibe, is making sure that your style feels aligned when you look in the mirror. Now, some of you might be thinking, okay, Christy, well, we know that's the goal and I have not been able to achieve that, okay? But I'm telling you, after you've done the first four pillars and you get to this fifth one, trust me, it all starts to come together. And the reason that I make this the fifth pillar of style is because it is powerful and asks you to tap into yourself. I think as women, we don't give ourselves enough credit with how we feel and honoring that and trusting that how we feel is actually our inner guidance system to what will actually make us glow, both in our life, our style, etc. And so I've heard many women over the years say to me, oh, you know, like, I don't mind my outfit. You know, I've accessorized, I've done these things. But then I look in the mirror and I think, well, you know, the outfit's okay, but it's not great. And so in other words, it didn't meet your expectation. And so what ends up happening is you may get frustrated with that statement as you look in the mirror. And then you stop there thinking, oh, I've had enough with this. I'm so sick of my style. I, I can't figure this thing out. But one of the most powerful but simple things I'm going to encourage you to ask yourself is what would feel better? What would feel better? There is power in that question because you are asked to pause and tap into self. And if you're thinking the outfit's okay, it's not great, you're there already there's a comparison in your mind of what you would have liked to have happened, how you would have liked to have felt. And so that question that I gave you, what would feel better, asks you to pause. Like you could say to yourself, well, I was hoping for something more edgy. Okay. So if you're hoping for something more edgy based on what you're wearing right now, what would have to happen? Do you need to add some leather into the outfit? Do you need more contrast in terms of the colors, right? Like if we're wearing all black, can we add like a shot of red in there? A bright, vibrant yellow? Like, I don't know, fill in the blank, a neon color, a metallic? Do you want to add a bold red lip? Do we need something grungy in there instead, like a graphic tee, let's say, for example? Or if you're someone that's like, oh, well, I was hoping to feel more refined, more elegant. Okay, cool. Do we need to look at the fabrics that you've chosen? Is the fit 
in alignment with what you want? What would feel more elegant to you? What do you have in your wardrobe that would help you feel more elegant? And can you give yourself permission to wear that thing to encourage and create that feeling, that emotion? The vibe is available to you. And so rather than feeling disappointment or feeling like you're not nailing what you want, asking your simple question of what would feel better, how can I add into this, will highlight and create so much clarity for you and encourages encourages you to tap into your desires. And as I've mentioned, most of us just stop when the outfit doesn't feel great. But truly, like you're at your edge, you're almost there. Sometimes just changing out the accessory, the footwear, again, the the t-shirt can help you get exactly what you've been wanting this entire time. And part of that pause, that intentional asking of the question is what makes style intentional for you. And although it might feel a little more challenging at first, the more you practice this part of this, of the five pillars, I am telling you, the more your style is going to accelerate. And stylists, for those of you that are listening, I highly encourage you utilize this exercise with your clients as well, because it is powerful in helping them tap into what they want and knowing that they can do it on their own after your sessions have finished or when they're obviously on their own. And of course, if any of you want to dive into these five pillars, you want to deep dive into them more in depth, you want to learn how to dress your body type, you want to have your glow up and grow up, (laughs) if you will, because we touch on both personal development and style inside of Rise Through Style, I would love to have you in our community. The link is down below. And other than that, I am sending you much love and we'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you would head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review letting me know. This not only feels good, but more importantly, it helps me expand my mission in helping more women feel empowered, beautiful, and of course, rise. And if you want to come hang out with me more, I would be so honored to get to know you. Head on over to Instagram. That is where I hang out the most and will give you so many behind the scenes as well as my online community, Rise Through Style, where we help you shift your identity into one that is more empowered and impactful for you. We help you elevate your style and of course, help you step into the big dreams that you have for yourself and elevate every aspect of your life and business. Sending you all the love to the moon and back, and I will catch you again in the next episode.